Hold on, Fishby. I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not ready. I don't even have my glasses on. Can a guy find his spectacles, for God's sake? Chapter 170 of Bob's Fishbowl. Welcome to it, everybody. I'm Bob. You already heard from Fishby. Fishbowl overfloweth with the best questions money can buy. Whatever that means, we will get to uh, your fishbowl in just a moment. But but first, some breaking news within the last hour or so in my world. And we've got to get through tonight's show. First things first, before we get to the breaking news, this would be great on CNN if everyone did this. If every time they went to breaking news, uh, Wolf Blitzer announced what he was going to have for snack during commercial break or when he was done with the Situation Room. I think that would make for captivating television. So there's some breaking news. But in more important stuff, uh, it's a big day around here at the Van Dyne House. It's, it's a big day. We have a relative visiting from out of town that we like very much. And my mother was very excited today that tonight the family was going to Big Five for dinner. The family was going to Big Five. And I don't know if you have a Big Five in your neck of the woods, as Al Roker would say, but Big Five is a fucking sporting goods store. What, what grandmama mom was trying to say is she's going, she's going, she's not going to big five. She's, she's not ordering sneakers and tennis shorts, something from the Serena Williams line for dinner. No, she actually, uh, she's going to five guys, burgers and fries, which is different than big five. Those are, I don't believe those, those companies or products are related or affiliated in any way, but that doesn't, that doesn't stop the always winding suspicious mind of uh, my mother. Now, but now would you like to hear the real breaking news? I think everyone should do that. Like on every news channel, like, like I want to know, like I used to pack the biggest lunch and show business. I think that's all right. Okay. We'll move on. We'll move on. I, I'm, I'm the only one. Am I the only one that cares what Wolf Blitzer is eating? It's, ju- it's just me. Just, just as a random. And I don't, I don't want an Instagram photo of it. I don't want him to tweet out a picture of his sandwich. No, I, I want like detail on the air. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be, or like when they cut back. Or like when Don Lemon's about to come in after Cuomo, and rather than the, that red-hot crosstalk, that red-hot handoff that they have, it was, it'd just be like Lemon in his office eating something, you know? I'm guessing an Asian salad. I'm just guess. I, I have no factual data, and I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just guessing. Don Lemon pre-show would be at his desk enjoying an Asian salad. Now, would you like to hear the breaking news? It's too late at this point. We're all going to Big Five for dinner. Everyone, 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 get ready. We're all going to. I didn't go, by the way. I've got to finish the show before they get back with my burgers from Big Five. So. Um, apparently, our Attorney General, William P. Barr, or Bill Barr, as he's known, and William, and excuse me, Robert S. Mueller III, or Bob Mueller, as, as he's known, apparently, there is some pretty, uh, they didn't exactly see eye to eye when it came to that four-page summary that Barr wrote for allegedly the good of the group, and by the group, I mean the audience of one that is the president of the United States of America. There seemed to be some dispute 
did Mueller write a letter to Barr or was it simply a phone conversation? Either way, that four-page document, which was basically a propaganda piece, where Trump got to walk around for a week talking about how he was totally exonerated, where if you read the 444 pages, whatever the hell it is, nothing could be further from the truth. The man has not been fully exonerated. But this comes out at a very interesting time. For those of you that don't believe in coincidences, this story is for you. Because tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., Attorney General Bill Barr set to testify. Excuse me, sorry, I just got a weird thing. Uh, Just as Bill Barr is going to testify tomorrow before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Yes, that happens tomorrow before the Senate Judiciary Committee. So anyway, that's what's going on in the world. That's exciting, right? Yeah, woo! Woo-hoo! Woo! See? I, I mean, to me, Wolf Blitzer could have, he could have done that story and what he was eating and going to eat. You know? I'm, I'm curious what they actually do eat. Because if you noticed, like almost every single person on TV, whether it's the news division or not, but even in the news division, with the exception like a John Heilman from the circus and MSNBC, almost every single one of them looked like they were pulled straight from a magazine like, like, like skin cream commercial. They all have fantastic skin. What, what do they eat? What's their regimen? I want to know. I'm, I'm sorry. This is this is. What do you mean? This is the worst show ever. We haven't even. We've, we've barely even started. You don't like? No. Okay. All right. All right. Be 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 a picky fishbowl. Be a picky fishbowl. You know. I. Last time I checked, the name of this show is Bob's Fishbowl. With Bob Van Dyne. I, I realize you come first, but like you're part of a, you know, you're the second half, half of a possessive. The second half of a possessive. Bob's fishbowl. All right. Question one. How will things turn out in Venezuela? Oh, uh, just going to throw out a random guess for the good of the group. Things in Venezuela are going to turn out poorly. How, how have things gone so far over the last 20 years for Venezuela? They're going poorly. And that's what sucks about these revolutions is, is they're typically not pain-free. And very rarely do they go from horrible revolution, like, like suffering. I don't mean the revolution itself is horrible, but the suffering associated with the revolution. You don't go right from that to, you know, the penthouse. Every Venezuelan is not going to the penthouse as soon as Maduro is out and Guaido steps in. This is interesting. I mean, who knows how it's going to end at this point. But did you see the military vehicles from Venezuela today running over civilians? Ah, a la Tiananmen Square. This is not good. I'm just That's not good. And apparently, who knows how much of this story is true? In the first day, the first draft of history, you never know exactly what to believe. But there is a story circulating today 
that Maduro was ready to leave the country, the current acting president of Venezuela, or the current president, I should say. Guaido is, 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 has named himself, and he's been recognized as such, but you can get lost on the differences amongst yourself. But Maduro's the person that the U.S. and surrounding countries want out of power. So supposedly Maduro today had an airplane at the airport in Caracas, I believe, and, and was ready to take off and go, was ready to leave the country. And then allegedly Russia gave him a call and said, yo, don't stick it out. We got you. Which creates for various curious stakes. Are the U.S. and Russia about to fight a proxy war in Venezuela? I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, the peanut gallery doesn't like it either. Me and the peanut gallery, a jury of my peers, we're, we're all against that idea. Next, But we don't know how things are going to end up in Venezuela other than shitty. But hopefully that turn of darkness ignites a spark of light. Sorry, was that too cheesy? Next question, Fishby. Who in the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, you shouldn't uh, make light. And, I mean, there's people's lives at stake. I'm, I'm not trying to make light of, of, of the situation there, but God, this news comes fast and furious when you're uh, this deep in it. So, little gallows humor, I suppose, was wildly inappropriate, but I apologize for that. Fishby doesn't give a fuck, but he's an asshole. I apologize. I, I've never felt worse. Actually, that's not true. There's probably a million times in my life where I felt worse than I felt right now. But it doesn't mean I don't feel bad. Doesn't mean I don't feel bad. Next, Fishby. Who's the biggest, or who in the Democratic field is Trump's biggest threat? Who in the Democratic field is Trump's biggest threat? Well, have you seen the polls that came out today that were just since, what was it, last Thursday that Biden announced? The latest Quinnipiac University poll, who is a university damn near as I can tell, the only thing you can major in in Quinnipiac University is polling. I don't even know where Quinnipiac University is other than every major news outlet in the country consistently cites their polls. But according to the latest Quinnipiac, and I mispronounced that slightly. Quinnipiac. Um, Bernie is, is gone. Now, now it's Biden. And keep in mind, this is a field of what? 21 candidates? 22 candidates? Biden is at 38%. With a plurality and a lion's share. But it's early. The first debate isn't even until two months away. But Biden's there at 38%. And then last night we were talking about where my lady's at. Here's my lady. Elizabeth Warren, 12%, number two. Bernie, 11%. Mayor Pete, 10%. Kamala Harris, 8 Beto, 5 Cory Booker, 2 Everyone else not above 1%. Given the plus and minus on this poll is, is, is 4%, so... Things could swing quite a bit between your uh, your Kamala and your uh, and your Warren, 
as they are within four points of each other. But I mean, I mean, at least on paper, at least right now, I suppose I subscribe to the thought of the punditry that that Biden, with his Pennsylvania roots, can really give Trump a run for his money in what they you know now call the Rust Belt. We'll see. We got a long ways to go. The good news is the majority of the country, sorry, Fishby, I'll get back to you. The majority of the country is still in the same camp that me and you were in, which is the anybody but Trump camp. We don't care who the next president of the United States is as long as that president's last name is not Trump and Donald Juanita Trump did not change his last name to get around the two-term thing. Even though it'd only be one term, we digress. Yo, it's me, Fish B. We've heard enough. God, off. I hear that sound again. I'm going to, all right. Yo, it's me, Fish B. If you died, how long before anyone would notice? That's not nice, Fish B. Like, what kind of, okay. You you know my history of mental health. Like, why would you even, what are you, is, shouldn't that question come with a trigger warning? You don't care? All right, fine. All right. Um, weeks? Probably weeks. I am such an insignificant part of everyone's life that I know. I can go away for weeks and no one knows. I have no factual data that I'm still alive. I'm none. On any given day, it's very rare that I have any factual data that, uh, that, 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 that I'm still alive. Other than, I think my family's still alive, and at some point they're going to bring me back a burger from Big Five. So, I, I, I don't know, you know? Uh, you know I mean, I, mean you, I, I try to talk to my kids like, like almost every day, or, every day or as much as I can, you know? As far as like adults, but they just FaceTime. They might, might just assumed I, you know, had a, had a White River rafting accident which is, I don't have any trips planned or anything, but, you know, everyone just assumes I'll be okay. I never am. Next question. Next question. Do you support sending U.S. troops to Venezuela? We got it, Fish B. We got it. The question has been, question has been taken. Uh, do, 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 do I support sending U.S. troops to Venezuela? In a word, No. I feel like we've been through this. Do we really want to fight a proxy war with Russia and their ally, and, and God knows who else? Cuba via Russia already has a whole bunch of people in Venezuela. I want U.S. troops nowhere near Venezuela unless the humanitarian situation becomes so dire and the U.S. mission becomes so clear and so obvious that there won't be a fog of war. There, there, there won't be, you know, we're not starting a forever war in South America. Then and only then, let me know when the mission in Venezuela would become so obvious that that bullseye is so illuminated 
that we know exactly why we're going and we know exactly when we're leaving. Because when we don't do that, I'm going to uh, name a situation where U.S. involvement has made everything better. I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a minute. The first Gulf War. All right, we'll take that. Bosnia. All right, you have a point there. You have a, you have a, you have a point on Bosnia. But in terms of the Middle East, Africa, prior military excursions in Central and South America, it, it doesn't go our way. I do not support sending U.S. troops to Venezuela. But we know our national security advisor and his mustache, John Bolton, do. What are you most likely to yell at the TV while watching CNN? What am I most likely to yell? I mean, other than wondering about the diet of, 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 of my anchors and correspondents and pundits and uh, analysts, I, uh, you know, because I'm very concerned about their diet. I want to know are they eating worse or better than me. Probably better, I would guess. Uh, the thing I most often to yell at the TV when CNN is on is, uh, is I, t- I tell everyone to be quiet, be quiet, Pamela Brown is on. Every, anytime Pamela Brown is on, I demand silence in the house because that's a woman that commands respect. And not just because she's the daughter of a former governor of Kentucky. That's a... That is a woman in Pamela Brown that commands respect. When she shows up on the CNN, everyone shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up if Pamela Brown's on CNN. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a years of weed. Next question. Dear Uncle Bob. Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's your guy right here. Dear Uncle Bob, is sex work... Real work. See, this is this is another. This is uh, I mean, we are 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 really splitting the human genome on this one. Uh, is is sex work real work? Yes. Given that sex work is real work, when the sex worker involved is there by his or her 100% free will. As soon as you take free will out of it, whether that's Patriots owner Robert Kraft getting a rub and tug in, allegedly in Jupiter, Florida, or any woman walking the streets or working a brothel that have been forced into it, that don't want to be there, that have no choice, That's human trafficking. Those are sex slaves. And don't confuse trafficking and slavery for work. But if everything is on the up and up, then yeah, sex work is real work, and that's something that no one should go to jail for. It's the world's oldest profession, for God's sake. I mean, Jesus' best friend was a hooker. Jesus' best friend, as they, uh, as they say back east. No, no one says that, but they do say hooker. 
What's up with Biden's election slogan? What's it? No one on the East Coast says hook it either. No one. I've never, honestly. honestly I know a lot of people from the East Coast. I used to, no one says that. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, improvising in a way that uh, is sloppy. Uh, sloppy improvisation. Improvisation. What's up with Biden's election slogan? Well, well, Biden's been in the race for almost a week now, and apparently because the former Obama team is mysteriously working for Team Beto, uh, it didn't occur to them that they might want to have an election slogan. I mean, Hillary's was no good. What was Hillary's? And that, that, was, the, that was, you know, like the top Democratic minds in the country. But, I'm with her? Is that what it was? Was it I'm with her and there was an arrow coming out of the H, like directions to a hospital? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Biden doesn't even have one yet. He was pressed on this today, and Biden said, make America moral again, which sounds like something Mike fucking Pence would say. Make America moral again? I mean... There's there's better poetic refrain in a in a in a Frank Turner song, and he's not from America. Called "Make America Great Again." I believe the refrain is "Let's make America great again by making racist ashamed again." It's just 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 a piece of one of my favorite poet slash singer songwriter slash kind of punk rockers, Frank Turner. Just kinda, just kinda. He's like one of those retired punk rockers that becomes a singer-songwriter. But yeah, Biden doesn't have an election slogan yet. Maybe it should just be, I'm a lot better than Trump. Who would you, who would you rather it be? Just, just have all his signs just be like, like an A, like, like next to Biden, or B for Trump. So everyone who drives by just has to make that decision in their mind. I don't think Trump will win, but we'll see. But as we were discussing last night, no one is better at losing elections than Democrats. Given it is a bigger tent party than the Republicans, there are more ideas, much much more diverse backgrounds. The Democratic Party looks like the fucking United Nations compared to the Republican Party of old white guys. So obviously it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge to get everyone in the boat rowing the same direction. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? Biden's election slogan? Yeah, he needs one. He doesn't have one. He, I don't know. I don't. I, I have. Uh, that's a better question for Biden than me. I mean, what is up with this election slogan? Next, does your aching liberal heart bleed for Jesse Smollett? Does my aching liberal heart? No, for for Jesse Smollett, the Empire star. Empire is coming back for season six. I've seen two episodes, but Empire is coming back for season six. Jesse Smollett is not coming back. You're right, Fishby. We don't have sympathy for anyone whose name is Jesse. We've traveled this world. I've never met a Jesse. J-U-S-S-I-E in my life, that alone is suspect. You shouldn't, I mean, I have no factual data whatsoever, 
But I'm I'm told that the entertainment, especially the acting game, is a very competitive business where beautiful, talented people are really a dime a dozen. I'm pretty sure. Now, you don't have to bring in someone else to play his character, but I'm pretty sure you can find another character. I don't know how Jesse Smollett will ever, 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 ever work again. I don't see it. I don't. And no, my aching liberal heart is not bleeding. Will you fake a hate crime? No, no, no. You don't get to fake a hate crime. On a, on a, man, I've, I've got to hustle through the rest of this show. I just got a sign from down the stairs that my, uh, my cheeseburger is here. So let's, let's do the best we can. We have one more from the fishbowl, and then we have Isaiah's question, and of course the finale. Yeah, Fishbee, we're trying to keep it moving. Keep, stay on the schedule, buddy. On a scale of one to Miley Cyrus, how excited are you for infrastructure legislation? Ooh, that's a, yeah. On a scale of one to Miley Cyrus, how excited am I for infrastructure legislation? Well, let me know. For, but before we can get to infrastructure legislation, I believe there's got to be an infrastructure bill. Today, Donald, since everyone's on the first name basis, apparently, today, Donald met with Chuck and Nancy and everyone came out of that holding hands and, and releasing butterflies into the air and flying kites and whatever else the hell they were doing. And announced they were going to talk about like $1.5 billion in inf- or trillion in infrastructure, whatever the hell the number is. Believe it's trillion. But then that number was too small. You know the president, go big or go home. So apparently, but then here's, it's one thing to say, we've agreed upon such amount of money to, to spend on America's crumbling infrastructure, which is desperately needed. We're not just getting passed by countries we used to be way ahead of. We are getting lapped by countries we used to be way ahead of. Infrastructure is important. It improves commerce, improves GDP. Plus, it's jobs, jobs, jobs in the meantime. Infrastructure is good public policy. And because it's good public policy, and because it makes so much sense, and because it's a potential win, win, win for everyone involved, it just makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. There's no way they're going to be able to combine their heads and come up with anything that everyone can find agreeable. There's no way. There is no amenable solution to infrastructure between this White House and those two houses of Congress. I hope I'm wrong. Mantises all over the world are praying. They're all over the world, these mantises, and they're all praying. I don't think they're going to be right. I hope so, but we'll see. That's it for you, Fish B. Last question. At a scale of one to my... So I guess, I guess I'm a three. On a scale of one to Miley Cyrus, I'm a three. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player. He's nine, and he's our executive producer. This evening, he writes, Do gorillas happen when you monkey with a monkey? Hold on, I'm going to read that again. Do gorillas happen? There's a lot of questions about genetics lately. Like, like, like is, 
is, is like it's me, Fishby, and Darwin, or something, or, or some 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 world-renowned biologist. Do gorillas happen when you? Where's where's what's her name? Where's Jane? Where's where? Anyone seen Jane? Not not Jane like Tarzan and Jane like the famous. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, do gorillas happen? When you monkey, I'm sorry, the last name of Flake. Do gorillas happen when you monkey with a monkey? Um, I got a cheeseburger upstairs with uh, mushrooms and uh, mayonnaise, so we're just gonna we're just gonna uh, say no and move along to Paleta Bola de Fuego, which of course literally translates to the paddle ball of fire. Big ups to Japanese Emperor Akito. He's relinqu relinquishing his throne. And you know what kind of throne the Emperor of Japan sits on? The world's oldest monarchy, continuous. You know what he sits on? You do, because you read it? A chrysanthemum. He sit, you know, on Game of Thrones, you sit on the Iron Throne. In Japan, you sit on a throne made of chrysanthemums. The flower that's impossible to say, even more impossible to spell. Chrysanthemums. Uh, happy 86th birthday to Willie Nelson. Weed keeps people alive. Uh, 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 rumor is Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon, excuse me, is leaving SNL. Her contract's up at the end of the year, and she, she she's gonna play like the Theranos girl in another in a series. Like, ah, man, I like Kate McKinnon a lot. I hope they find a way to keep her on SNL. ESPN the magazine is shutting down. No one saw that one coming, other than the fact that its name is ESPN the magazine. Amazon Alexa will soon start speaking Spanish this year. Hey Alexa, play Paleta Bola de Fuego. And last, U.S. Navy sailors were instructed to clap like, quote, they were at a strip club for the arrival of Vi for Vice President Mike Pence, which, which is funny on a bunch of... Has Mike Pence ever been to a strip club? Does Mike Pence even know what's, what, what the, the applause of an exotic cabaret would sound like? Funny thing to say before Mike Pence. That, my friends, is a show... For my extra dimensional fish B, for the entire podcast Hall of Fame. Thanks for hanging out. That was chapter 170. Uh, if no one dies tonight, and uh, I'll make a deal if you will, uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Till then, life is short. Be good to each other. Adios, amigos.